Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Robots Radio presents... The Cyberpunk Lorecast. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. Cyberpunks! Welcome back to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. It is time to look in on the modding scene. It has been almost... An entire year since this game came out and man sometimes it feels like it's been longer than that but can you imagine it's been an entire year and we've been having fun with the game we've been playing cyberpunk 2077 and I've been digging into a bunch of mods I've been modding Skyrim because Skyrim's 10th anniversary came out recently and I thought it would be time to dig around with some more mods again I, I was playing with mods a little while back about I don't know, six months ago. And I thought, you know what? Let's take a look on the Nexus mod site and see what mods are out for PC players. And with so many of you guys having played this game and kind of, you know, spent some time with it over the last year, and with so many of you guys who are new to the game playing and maybe at this point looking for some ways to tweak your playthrough, I thought, that this would be a fun episode for everybody who would be interested in changing up and seeing what you could do with Cyberpunk. So this is going to be your primer on how to get started with modding, but also I will be going over some of your must download and install mods for getting the most out of your game. And I'm not gonna be going over some specific mods for things like, you know, oh, these are the cyber arms that you're gonna wanna install. Those you can find on your own. They're pretty easy to find. These are going to be the absolute must install mods for just getting the most out of your game right out of the start. And so why don't we get started with this? So how do you how do you even get into modding at all? How does this even work? Well. The site that you're going to want to go to is Nexus Mods. So nexusmods.com, N-E-X-U-S mods.com. Head on over to that site. This is the site for mods for basically every game on the internet at this point. There are other places you can go, but this is the place that you're going to want to start. And you're going to want to go to their homepage. And the first thing that you're going to want to do is get yourself an account. Log in with an account. You can log in with a Google account or whatever. Sign up and log in with an account. It's free. There's really not a whole lot you have to do, but sign up with an account. Make sure that it is a confirmed, verified account because this will help you keep track of your downloads. You'll be able to uh, vote up mods that you like, all of these kinds of things. You'll be able to comment. You can post things on the site. You can post pictures of mods. You can you can take part in the community and those kinds of things. But you'll notice here that there's a list of all the different games that they have mods for. And there's tons of mods for all sorts of different games. And on the homepage, you'll see Cyberpunk on that list right at the top of like the most modded games. And so you can you can go ahead and click Cyberpunk. But before you do that, you're going to want to download something called Vortex. 
Vortex, what is Vortex? Vortex is their app for helping you download and install mods onto your PC and organize them. This is going to make modding so much easier. Now you can always do modding manually where you can download the mods and then unzip the files and then manually place them into your folders in the right places and do all of that. You can do that. It is a, it is a completely legitimate way to do modding, but you really have to keep track of what you're doing. Vortex does a lot of the heavy lifting for you. It is, it is great. This is the most recent version of a, a program that used to be called something else. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the homepage on nexusmods.com, you will see a little, a little link at the bottom. It will say Vortex. There's like a little spinny tornado looking thing. The powerful open source mod manager from Nexus Mods. Learn more. Click on that. Follow the links to where you can download it for free. You will be able to connect. You will First, you will install this, but then you'll be able to connect it to the account that you made for Nexus Mods, and the two will link up and sync up perfectly so that when you click on mods that you want to install from the website, it will clink, it will clink, it will click over. I'm going to, I'm not editing that out. It will click over and it will sync up. So click and sync, I think turned into clink. Um, and so the, the app will know which mods on the website you are syncing over to Vortex. And then when you're in Vortex, you will be able to tell it which games you want to manage with Vortex. So let's continue on the Nexus mod site. So once you download Vortex, you, you got that starting to download, scroll back up to the top of the Nexus mod site, and then go over to Cyberpunk. You're going to click on Cyberpunk 2077, and you will see the beginning of the page with all the mods. Now, fair warning, this might be a surprise to you if you've never been on the internet before, but people like not safe for work stuff that you're going to see like nudity and things. People will be modding, you know, human beings, full bodies that aren't covered up and stuff like that into games. So in your settings for Nexus mods, there is a place you can go. If you click at the very top right and you see your account, you can go down to site preferences and you can go over to content blocking and you can choose hide adult content or show adult content. Pick the one that is appropriate for you. If you are at home by yourself and you don't mind adult content, then show it. If you are at home with say, other human beings, especially younger human beings that you don't want to be seeing adult content while you are on your computer, then maybe hide it. Or if you are at work on your break and <laughs> you shouldn't be seeing adult content, then definitely hide it so you can keep your job, right? So make sure that setting is correct for what you're doing. And now that you're looking through the mods, you will see it, it will default to the new today. So every day you'll notice that there are new mods popping up on this site. And once you're in here, you can browse through the site. You can see popular by all time, new this week, all the different settings that you need to see and filter all the different mods. All right. So now that we've got you in here, you can just search for all the ones that you want. Now let's go back over to the Vortex uh, app. Right, so now we're in Vortex. In Vortex, you're going to want to enable profiles. So how do you do that? And what are profiles? Well, prof profiles doesn't just mean like your profile, like your account. Profiles means your 
specific profiles for different selections of mods. So for example, you could have your default profile be without any mods loaded. And then you could have, say, if you want a profile that's just like visual mods loaded in or a profile that's like all the mods with all the different clothing options, but no visual changes so that you could test out different mod selections in different profiles. So this is pretty easy. Once you have Vortex up and you're logged into Vortex, everything's synced up, then on the dashboard screen, you'll see a list of things on the left side, Have go to dashboards, and where it says, let's get you set up, you can click on profile management, it will be defaulted to no, click on that and have it say yes. It will add under general on the left, profiles. You can go to that, and then you can choose enable or disable. The other thing that you wanna make sure you do, and you may need to do this before you enable profiles, um, although I think you can do that before you do this, and this I'm doing this backwards because of the way I'm setting up the games, is you can go down to games and then tell it which games you want to connect to Vortex. And in order to do that, look on the left side, go down to games, go up to scan, and then hit scan. You can scan to see what games are on your computer. It should find, Cyberpunk 2077, if you have it installed, and any other games that you would want to manage. And then once you do the scan, scroll down the list of games, find Cyberpunk, click Manage, and it will start managing that game. You click on the game to activate it. Now you're in Cyberpunk mode, and it will show you all the mods you have downloaded and all the profiles for Cyberpunk, and now you're ready to go. So now you've got everything set up. You're ready to start choosing the mods on nexusmods.com that you want to install and get started, right? So now we've got all that stuff out of the way. Let's talk about which mods that you absolutely need to get started with. Now, we want to start out with something that, or, well, two mods that you're going to need to download in order to get the rest of these mods working. And this is not uncommon in the world of modding, that you need some sort of foundational mods that are going to allow the other mods to work. And we'll we'll get through this part real quick. There is one called Cyber Engine Tweaks and one called Red Script. These are scripting and engine tweak mods that a lot of other mods rely on. So just go search those Cyber Engine Tweaks and Red Script. Go to those, click on the Vortex download link on the top right. Click on slow download unless you want to pay for a an account that gives you faster download speeds and then get those started downloading. That's all you need to do to get those started. So those will be foundational for other mods. So let's move on to the first most interesting one. This one is a big one. This one is called Full Gameplay Rebalance. And everybody knows that Cyberpunk 2077 is still not a perfectly balanced game. Let's talk about that for a minute. As you level through the game, everybody knows that the gameplay gets easier. And there's a reason for that. The game is not, it's not balanced at all. Your damage scaling, your health scaling, the way that the NPC's armor works, all of the weapons, all of the stuff in the game that has to do with combat, all of that is actually very broken. So it creates a situation where you don't really have to try very hard as the game progresses to take out enemies and to deal with them. This mod attempts to fix all of that. So 
I will go into some of the details here in order to explain how that works. So for example, they removed the scaling and adjusted it. So for example, uh, NPC to NPC damage was adjusted. So it says here in the description, enemies do the same damage to V as they do to each other. But by the end of the game, the enemies have 30 times the health as V does. So they don't do much damage to each other. This is the reason why your sidekick was always useless in fights or why the cyber psychos quick hack was losing effectiveness and a few other things. So that has been adjusted. So explosive damage to V. The explosive barrels are designed to do damage to enemies, which similar to above, have 30 times the health as V, which is why you would get one shot by the barrels because they did massive amounts of damage. But of course you had way less health than the enemies did, right? V's damage to, to yourself. V's grenades did the same damage to enemies as they did to V, which of course was way more health, more damage than you had health. So all of these things have been adjusted more consistent gameplay. The game can't account for whether you know you can get a full set of legendary armor or armor mods before your first gig, or whether you're still running around with your Nobos clothing and pistol at level 20. The reason why there are so many big damage bonuses in the game, like plus 100 melee damage here or plus 25 ranged damage there, is because these upgrades are all supposed to get washed out as you level up and the enemies just get more HP and damage. Hence the reason why these big bonuses had to be brought down. The end result is that the immediate bonus of a stat increasing effect won't feel as powerful by the end of the game. It'll feel the same. So these things are adjusted. <clears throat> the um, scaling, everything has been adjusted. Consistent damage, grenades, status effects, weak spots, enemy DPS, quick hat damage. These damage values were all over the place and could change pretty drastically as you leveled up. So fixed XP scaling, the level XP you get increases with the amount of health the enemy has. In the beginning of the game, this was fine, but by the end, throwing some grenades at a group of Valentinos would get you three times as much XP as a whole gig. All of this stuff was borked. So this has all been adjusted. Also things like crit chances were all over the place. They were so easy to proc that you were getting four times the amount of crit damage almost all the time. Uh, immunities were all over the place. Sorry, my dog's barking in the background. I apologize. Um, th then many enemies, in fact, most enemies in the game didn't even have armor. Armor, turns out, only reduced ranged damage to you, not actually melee damage, which is interesting. Um, so many changes were made to the armor. So for example, face and head items are now cosmetic. Armor has now moved to specific clothing pieces, option to add max clothing slots to all items, and lots of other changes. Um, many of the bosses were actually too easy. M enemies often couldn't even see more than 25 degrees above their heads, which is why sneaking was so easy against so many enemies. So, there are just so many changes in this game. Explosions didn't really work right, like was mentioned before. Um, healing and drugs, uh, mechanics, melee changes were made to this, and then perks, uh, everything, everything has been updated in this game. So if you're interested in looking for a mod that's going to make the game much more balanced, this is the one to check out. And again, 
The title of this is Full Gameplay Rebalance. Check it out, install it, see what you think. This could create a much more balanced and interesting gameplay for the game if you're really looking for something different. So I would start with this one and then try out the other mods as well. But if you're really looking for a second playthrough that's going to feel very different, start with this one. Another mod that attempts to fix a very specific thing, if you're not looking for something to overhaul everything, is a mod called Armor Fix for All Weapons. This one makes armor reduce damage for all weapon types instead of just ranged only. This fixes just the ranged damage only concept of the weapons. So this just takes that one problem and fixes the one problem. So if you're not looking for changing all of it, and you feel like that's just an issue that you need to fix, then check out this one mod, Armor Fix for All Weapons. My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources. All right, so this is the part of the show where we get to thank our patrons for being so awesome. Thank you to all 18 of our patrons. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you to all of you. And if we've done anything to help you get through your work day, your work outs, your drive to work, or you're setting up your holiday decorations, because, you know, sometimes you just got to put on a podcast to get through decorating all of those individual light bulbs that like to go out and testing all of them because that can take forever um then go to patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast and check out all the different tiers see if you want to help support the show and get different rewards including ad-free episodes and t-shirts we even have t-shirts and potentially joining us on a future episode of the show so go check that out see if there's something that you would like to get and thank you so much for all of you for your support. You really do help me keep doing this every week. And that's all I got for the middle of the show this week. We don't have, we don't have any more ratings or reviews to, to read out. But if you'd like to leave one on Apple Podcasts, I will read your words on a future episode of the show. And of course, telling a friend is also the best way you can help this show to grow. So thank you to everybody for all your help. And especially to all of our patrons. You guys are super cool. Another mod that can make things a little bit better for you if you're trying to change the way the gameplay works that just suggests one thing is called cool versus don't die from explosions 
aka Explosion Nerf. It's got a long title, but just search Cool Verse Don't Die. It'll come up. This one makes explosion damage uh, not kill you, basically. It reduces the multiplier for the amount of damage that explosions do to you. Now, whether this is fire extinguishers, canisters, uh, cars exploding, any of those things, you don't necessarily take the same amount of damage from them that, that you would have normally. So as was described before, that damage was designed for NPCs and enemies, not for you because of the very distinctly different amount of hit points that you have compared to the other characters on the map. So this adjusts just that one thing. So if you're not looking for that big gigantic mod to change all the things, this and the armor adjustment might be the two things that you're looking for to kind of balance that out. So let's talk about some of the other things that can make the game a little bit more playable. There's better loot markers. I think this one's really cool because it makes multiple markers show up for the types of items that are able to be picked up from, say, a body. Like, let's say you take out one of the gang members and they're laying on the ground. Now you can see what is able to be picked up from that body. So you'll see like a pill or money or a gun or a piece of clothing like those items will be stacked on top of each other to show you like, oh, these are the kinds of things that this person has on them for you to go pick up. So it gives you more information at a glance for what's available. Also, another simple quality of life improvement mod is the hide read shards mod. And this one I think is great because how many times have you been looking through a room and you see that little symbol on top of one of those shards and you're like, oh, it's another one of those shards I need to pick up. I don't know if I've read this one before, but it just turns out to be another one of those like, oh, this is a news article about Arasaka and I've already read it. And you're just like, oh, why did I go out of my way to pick this thing up again? Well, guess what? Now you don't have to worry about that because if you read one of these, then if the same news article is sitting on the table for the 10th time, it doesn't show the icon above it because you've already read it. So now you know every time you see one of these, that it's a new one, and you should go out of your way to go pick it up. Simple, effective, very useful, and absolutely worth installing because it's such a tiny little mod, but it will make a big difference. So let's talk about the weather, friends. Let's talk about the weather. Have you ever noticed how bright and sunny it is in Night City all the time? And yet, they're living through a global weather crisis? Well, have you ever wanted Night City to feel a little bit more like Blade Runner? There are a few different mods out there that balance the weather a little bit more, or at least make it a little bit more gloomy and rainy, and I personally think that Night City looks best in the dark and in the rain with all the reflecting lights off of the wet pavement. Well, this is probably the best one. It's called Weather Probability Rebalance. And you can see in the charts that they show that the probability for sunny is actually significantly higher than any of the other weather types. There's a, there's a variety of other weather types here. Rain, fog, pollution, toxic rain, sandstorm, light clouds, cloudy, and heavy clouds. There's lots of other cloudy options. So many other cloudy options, but sunny is the one that we get the most. And max duration is set pretty high. And it just doesn't make sense that we get so much sun in Night City. So they've adjusted it. And the default settings lower sunny a lot. 
But what's cool about this is there are a few different versions of this mod that you can download. They give you a, a few more variations, flatter probabilities, uh, no sandstorms. This is worth checking out. Look for the for the option that you think is best. And then on top of that, there's even a little bit of a description here uh, from the, the mod author, who is great, who's done a number of mods, a few of these that are recommended in our our list already, including the armor fix and the don't die from explosions. The mod author is RMK, by the way. So thank you, RMK, for your hard work on these. But uh, they even go in, explain a little bit of that. This actually isn't that hard to edit using another mod if you wanted to go in and edit these settings yourself by adjusting one of the files. But this one, totally worth downloading, adjusting the weather to look a little bit more gloomy and make the world match more of a Blade Runner kind of aesthetic, which I think is totally cool. All right, let's move on to the last few mods here. One of these I think is really cool, especially if you've loaded up a few different save types and life paths and, you know, and who of us haven't by this point tried a few different life paths, a few, few different playthroughs. Filter saves by life path and type. Because, you know, if you're going to play through the game a few times, it's nice to be able to find your other saves, your other save games. Because... You know, you're going to play through it a few times, probably. You, you, Who wants to play their their street kid and be able to go, okay, this is my street kid, and I have a build that is shotguns and hacking. And now here's my corpo, and my corpo is all melee, so I want to know where to get to those files. Well, this is the mod that's going to do it for you. So go check that out. That's easy to get to. And... One other mod, and I think this one is another big one. Life path bonuses and gang corp traits. And man, I really put the last G on that gang, didn't I? Gang corp corp trait. Gang corp trait. Oh, that's hard to say. Gang corp trait. Trait. Gang corp trait. Mm, I'm not going to say it anymore. It's not going to work. This one's cool. Okay, so. So. What if... Cyberpunk 2077 actually had real differences between the life paths that you pick at the beginning and the gangs. And this is what I'm talking about here. So this is what the mod does. Imagine when you're fighting the animals that they have differences to their firewalls, right? So they're, they're uh, how they block certain types of hacks, pain editors, and their ability to deal with poisons, combat drug injectors, which combat drugs they use, and the implanted muscles that they have. So, for example, their firewalls, they, they are immune to control hacks. Pain editors, immune to electrocution. Then they're immune to poison. They're resistant to non-melee damage. Uh, they get like a 0.5 times resistance to non-melee damage. And then implanted muscles, they ignore 25% of player armor. Or if you're fighting Maelstrom, they're immune to covert hacks. They have pl uh, plus one upload time and plus one RAM cost. They have enhanced detection by uh, 0.5 times. They have pain editors. They're immune to burning. They're immune to bleeding. They're resistant to headshots. And then they're resistant to assault weapons because they're Maelstrom. They've got extra gear to deal with that. 
Or if you're just fighting scavs, scavengers have plus one upload time. They're immune to electrocution. Uh, electrocution. What is wrong with my words today? Uh, the one shot protection. Max 80% to full health in one shot. Smart bullet evasion. There's a 50% miss probability. And they're resistant to hack damage. So fighting them in certain ways, fighting any of these gangs in certain ways is a little bit more difficult. So you have to adjust based on the kinds of things that they're good at, which is based on their training and their cyberware. Totally makes sense. What about corpse? So like if you're fighting Arasaka, they're immune to ultimate hacks, which would make sense. There's their, their ice plus one upload time and plus two Ram cost. They're hard to hack. Resistant to critical hits, one shot protection and resistant to stealth damage. They're hard to stealth on. And then there's life path bonuses or drawbacks. So get this, they right here in the mod description. The idea here is to have a list of gangs or corpse that are familiar to you, depending on your life path with the others considered opposed to you. Then you get bonuses and penalties to those groups. The changes are symmetrical. I didn't want to give corp life path bonuses to net running or something like that, just because I think that's a corp like playstyle. Generally, the idea is that fighting people you know is easier for you and them, and you get very little street cred for killing them because it hurts your reputation with your people. Even a nomad killing wraiths, that guy might be your fellow friendly nomad's brother. Also, you get more money from familiar groups because you know what's valuable when searching them. Makes sense, right? So, for example, a corp is familiar with Arasaka, Biotechnica, Kang Tao, Militech. Nomads are familiar with Aldecaldos, 6th Street, South California, Wraiths uh, in Pacifica, and uh, South California, maybe. Like, there's some just kind of maybes here that's kind of put in. Uh, street, kid are, street kids are familiar with the Mox, Tiger Claws, Valentinos, Scavengers, um, even though you can't really fight the Mox. So effects when fighting familiar groups include uh, damage to NPCs are, are up by 1.2% uh, or 1.2 times. Uh, damage is increased to player. Detection multiplier is increased. Upload time is decreased. Ram cost is decreased by one. Money reward per level is up by five. Street cred multiplier is up by 25%, basically. Um, effects when fighting the opposed group are basically the inverse amount. So everything goes the opposite direction. So this mod has a few other little details also worked in. It's worth checking it out and reading through the whole thing before you install it. But I think that this adds a lot more to the combat and fighting and stuff that happens in the game. So I think all of these are worth Starting with, if you're getting into modding on PC, none of them are particularly too intrusive. They're, you're not replacing, you know, like people walking around town with Big Bird or Thomas the Tank Engine. There are some other mods out there that do more replacers. Uh, so, for example, there are complete overhauls to the inventory for clothing and those kinds of things. There are mods that also incorporate stores onto uh, a website. So any computer that has the ability to pull up a web address you can open up a store and just buy clothes off of that store and so any mods that incorporate clothing onto that website are things that you can go ahead and buy and wear in the world so there are there's i think what i'll do is actually probably do a video on the robots radio website 
about all the different mods you can do for like new clothing setup and all that stuff. In fact, this episode will probably turn into a video version that's going to be a little bit streamlined with some, uh, you know, some of the mods actually playing out on screen. So you guys can check that out as well. So this is basically a, this is where you should start with modding. And I think that these are all absolutely worth trying to begin with. I've had a great experience with these mods so far, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on them. So lo load yourself in, jack into the Robots Radio Discord. I don't know where my head is today, guys, but uh, <laughs> leave me some thoughts on this and let me know how these are working for you. And um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in again. And uh, I think that's it for this episode. Man, what is going on? Too much time modding and looking at a computer screen lately. I will see you guys again next week. And uh, as usual, stay safe in Night City. See you guys around. Talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Looking for an RPG podcast that isn't just D&D? Roll to cast is the answer. No, no, wait, sorry. What games have we played so far? Well, we've done Cyberpunk 2020. What does it mean to have a voice? And there's going to be something big coming, Chumba. Hey, if you're listening, I won. I beat you. You suck. There was a time when we were slamming things against our phones. and <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. Chloe, Sam. You can't use those words. He's going to grab Vincent, press him against the wall. I mesmerize him. This is Adelaide's Anarch movement. First out of your chair, your hand goes to your gun and you draw. Hope Cthulhu. Told you I had it. We've all got the creeps going. I love it so oh, much. Right there. Screechy child. <laughs> my favorite daughter. Maybe after what we just seen, we're feeling a bit trigger happy. And the new Cyberpunk Red. Babe, you're good, but better. Thought maybe you might be able to give me a counter off. Straight through his neck. I don't see bone either, but I'm not gonna look. My leg's fine. I always knew you wanted to fly, kid. Come find me. Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. A new game every season. Original music. Original stories. Interviews with the creators. And delightful Aussie accents. Listen to us on all good podcatchers. Even support us on Patreon for bonus content. That's Roll to Cast. R-O-L-E. Come discover a new world. Following is a public service announcement from the Starter Set Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is your D&D campaign. This is the Starter Set podcast. You know how like poison frogs don't lick each other's backs? So it's Howl's Moving Castle mm -hmm. with a face. Mm. Hey there, I'm Great Mandibles. Because <laughs> one of the party speaks abyssal. You're all going to die. <laughs> and then adventure falls into your lap. Plop. This is your D&D &D campaign after listening to the Starter Set Podcast. <laughs> 
So join Sam and Ed every Friday on the Starter Set Podcast for prime Dungeons & Dragons content. Any questions? Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found.